We're going. since we did our last podcast. It was, but I tell you what, Grant, what a podcast it was. We had the very beautiful Zimmer Anderson, a.k.a. Roxy Willis from Neighbours. She was here in the studio and it was she was fantastic, wasn't she? Hello, Zimmer. I know you're going to be listening to uh, this one. Hello, Zimmer. How are you? You called her Zima for a couple of, Zima, couple of times. Z- I was like, Zima is that a Zima frame or something? I was thinking of Zima the Princess Warrior. Was it Zima the Princess? She prince could be a Princess Warrior. Mm. Zima was fantastic. It was great having on the Zima, show. Zima, you were fantastic uh, and thank you for coming in. And, uh, we'll, we'll keep We the do fan. love our neighbours. I love Roxy. Yeah, now I should get a I, You did put on Facebook that it was our favourite show. It's my favourite. Okay, it's my favourite yeah. show. Yeah. Because Zimmer's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's in my top ten now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. No, uh, life's good. And we speaking of fantastic, we've got another fantastic guest lined we up. We really He's do. here in the yes, studio with us right now. We've got one here in the studio. Um, and we'll, we'll get to, to, to he, him, uh, very shortly. G, how was your weekend? I had a good weekend. I had to try and think what I did, but I know it was pretty good. Yeah. School holidays, so I I must have just done you random just stuff. It's all blended in with each other, hasn't it? It all blended in, I think. Yeah. I've got a bit of a, you know, a few animals on the old in the old backyard farm, oh. so uh, tending to those and um, just doing some stuff, you know, in general. It was great, though. Oh, good. I'm glad. Because we didn't oh, record I went last to the week. Football. You went to the footy. Which I game? I went and watched Sprayton play. Oh, did you now? Yes. How'd that go? They did not win. No. But, you know, we've got Caden Brackett as a co-captain, so, you know, hopefully things will look up for Sprayton. But it was a great game. Really enjoyed it, but it was freezing cold. Yeah, it was cold. It snowed. 
didn't inspire it, but it might as well have done. No, it was but freezing. it was um, deep and it yeah. settled up in the hills. Um, well, your weekend was great. You went to the football. I didn't go to the football. I stayed at home. I have two sick little girls oh, still. It's hard they? when they're sick when they're Which little babies. Why we didn't podcast last week because right. we had sick little girls. Yep. So, uh, but one is recovered and uh, back to her usual self. <laughs> <laughs> I did take I it for that. lunch yesterday. I took it, took oh, it for lunch yesterday. We went, good we to went, have went daddy daughter. The, the local, uh, local pub for a daddy date. And, uh, Brilliant. It was fantastic with uh, a couple of other guests. Another podcaster, Troy Barnes, he was there. Oh, Troy Star. Yeah, and big plug out to the South Road boys. Oh, uh, the South Road we boys. We love they're, that they're, podcast. They're, it's awesome. They're coming on here soon. Fantastic. Um, See yeah, how he just tells me these things. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting because uh, it'll be a... It's going to be a showdown. A showdown between Can't the podcasts. Wait. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, it'll be uh it'll be intelligence versus stupidity. Yep, we'll be the stupidity. No, 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 no. No. No, we are the intelligence. But um yeah, there's look, there's no doubt Troy and Joe are very intelligent men just in the little world that they they live in um, but anyway that's fine i that's look great. forward to getting I can't them wait on to have them here. talking to them all about uh, pop culture and all that type yep. of stuff that they're in and, oh uh, i did have lunch with Jackie and Amber. caught up with Jackie how had was Jackie? lunch the other day she is fantastic she's going, just traveling all around the state at the moment doing all sorts of bits um, but uh, she's going really well well, that's great. Mm. And that's who my other lunch guest was uh, Matt Charleston, who's going to be on the yes, show at some stage soon. Now, Matt um, is uh, a name that's probably not known by too many people, but he's a former Tassie boy. He is an actor and he's had a couple of parts in uh, a few television uh, shows, um, stemming right back to Water Rats and water, All Saints. Oh, and he's Water done Rats. Not all, not all Saints. Blue Healers. Blue Healers? Or, no, it was All Saints, so I apologise. And uh, he's been in a couple of movies and at the moment he's writing something. Fantastic. That, um, which yep, he hopes great. to get uh, to that one. eventually filmed down here in uh, Tasmania, which is good. So had a good chat to him on the weekend and he picked my brain on a few things and... Uh, I, I was actually thinking of Zimmer when I was talking to him about his oh, movie. Yes. Oh, yes. Brilliant. Because you, uh, you might recall when no. Oh, oh, you want to cast yourself in the movie? Yes. He wants to cast himself in the movie. Of <laughs> yeah, course. Because it's not about I, anyone else. It's, it's about you. <laughs> um, I'm sure I can get Zimmer a role. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you can. Um, sure you can. There's no problem with that at all. But uh, I, do you remember saying to Zimmer that um, you know the one thing I wanted to do was I haven't done yet. I haven't been in a uh, in a show of sorts, <laughs> a television show. So I decided that Matt, you need me in the film. Absolutely. And you know what? Does he need a middle-aged Greek woman as well? It, like just quite, putting that out there? Quite possibly. Yeah, I could make that happen. Okay. Good. And he might even like our next guest. Yeah, so I think he might as well. Let's go. Let's go. So um, I'm really excited today because uh, you might remember a few podcasts back that I said that I participated in an event in Olveston, That's which right, uh, was for the launch of a new organisation called Man Up. And I was really, really impressed with this uh, new um, Adventure, if you like, that you'd call it um, the man up and uh, what it wants to do and what it is doing already, and particularly uh, impressed with the, um, I guess you could say the the creator or the the leader of this organisation who is here with us today, and 
it's something that's pretty close to my uh, my heart. Uh, you know, looking after, we talk about being kind and we and do. We talk being, about men's uh, health. Being we talk nice about and men's health and ladies' health. health and all yep. that type of stuff. So this is about men's mental health, and it's close to my heart. So without further ado, G, I think do we, have we got drum rolls yet, or just oh, the clapping? I've only got clapping. Oh, okay, I could. Did no do the clapping. I think he deserves it. Oh, I'm not it. going to do the crickets. No, don't do the crickets. No, 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 no clapping. And it, may I introduce to you uh, Aaron Meldrum from Man Up. <laughs> the audience are actually really here, Aaron. You just can't see them at the moment. Welcome to thanks the show. Nice. Welcome to get the know how. It's great having you here. Yeah, no, thanks, guys. It's um, yeah, it's really awesome being here and, and chatting with you guys and hearing uh, the the stuff that you have um, done in the past. It's yeah, it's really impressive. So, well, I'm you're really joining some great company, but there's also some pressure on you, mate, because there the last is. podcast was an absolute ripper. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, our next podcast guest um, is possibly uh, quite a great deal more famous than the one we had last week. And you're sandwiched in the middle, so you are here with some very, very, um, you know, you're recording with uh, in between some quite prestigious company. So, um, yeah. Yeah, look, that I'm, that I'm, that just shows you how. Hi, we hold you. Absolutely. And what no, you're thanks, doing. Guys. So looking forward to hearing all about it. Yeah. yeah. And more happy to, definitely happy to be uh, sandwiched between those people. Um, might be able to ride <laughs> on their coattails a little bit. And no, yeah, sure. absolutely. <laughs> yes. Get our message out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, why the heck not? And so Aaron uh, sent me a message on LinkedIn and reached out to me and said, uh, hey, can we basically have a chat? And so me being me, um, said, sure. And uh, sent your message back, and we uh, we hooked up and had a yarn, and uh, and that's uh, how it got started. And so I uh, I was very fortunate, as I said, to go over and and speak at uh, the first inaugural yeah. man up. He was event. very honoured. He was really excited about was. doing that. Yeah, yeah. I was. Um, but there's co- of course quite a big backstory to to get to that. So, Aaron, we'll start with your story. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how. How you got involved with what you're doing? Yep. yep. And how it all yeah. how it all happened? Yeah. Look, it's an interesting conversation, uh, and, and it's yeah, and it was really great to have you at the event. Um, I know that we we had quite a lot of positive feedback about your speech, and um, particularly um, the the sort of connection to um, yeah financial literacy, which was something that we sort of feel very um, very powerful about, and and that need and the connection between um, finances and mental health. So. A little bit about me. So I started um, a career in in sales uh, many years ago, um, and then that sort of led me um, to where I am today now, working with the uh, the Beacon Foundation on the Collective Ed Initiative. So the the idea of Man Up Tasmania came last year. Um, it was an idea that I'd been stewing on for quite a while, um, and decided to put it put it in paper. Um, and then after sort of a little while, my wife said to me, um, I, I really need to take this idea out to people and, and, and have a bit of a conversation about it. Um, and that's where the whole thing sort of started from. So so just explain that idea a little bit to us. Yeah. Yep. So the original idea was around a, a mentor uh, peer support model that would go out to events and, and activities that are primarily um, male sort of dominated. So things like car shows, um, mountain biking days, fishing days, things like the men's shed, etc. Um, and we would have trained people sort of at those events to, to talk about men's mental health and start to sort of break down some of those barriers. Um, so I took this idea, this uh, real skeleton, my um, rambled um, 
sort of words on paper out to a few people, out to community and to some um, industry professionals, um, and we grew the idea from there. Um, in July, that then sort of worked into a, a working group where we had between 12 to 15-odd people um, around a, in a room sort of to continue fleshing out this idea and building in, into something that was truly community sort of created. So it's not just my idea and, and I don't necessarily consider myself the, the sole founder in this. Um, yeah, it was my idea to begin with, but without the, the, the work and the passion of everyone that I've been working with up until this point, um, it just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and having that... Uh there's always a great woman behind a great man, isn't there? You said that your wife sort of gave well, a guess that, that push and, and she had that belief in you, obviously, which she would have, um, and that obviously got you to that next step too. So that's really nice to, to hear that you've got that support with family in that as well. Yeah, and she was um, yeah really detrimental into uh, me deciding to, to actually go into this and to, and to really push it really hard. Um, so... This idea was something that I'd, I'd been writing down and mulling on for quite a while, being in sales and seeing a need for it and co- sort of experience, um, I guess, my own personal burnout and, and stress from that real high sort of stressy kind of role in sales. Um, and she's seen that there was a, a need for something different, um, heard this idea and basically gave me the push that I needed to get started. I love the name too, like Man Up. Absolutely. I f- yeah, because I, I know and Grant knows as well, Like, and, and obviously I'm not a male, but um, it's a lot harder for men to speak up and, and talk about their problems. So the word man up is like, oh, that's how so I take um, it. Man up, let's talk about it. Men don't speak up about and their problems. And they don't. Um, you know, and, uh, and at a very young age. Um, I'm, gee, I'm sure you won't mind me saying this, but I mean, um, in G's role, and uh, she becomes close to a lot of young people, and you lost a young person. Uh, yeah, only ve- last October. Ve- We've lost a few, but yeah, last, last October. Last October, who was yep. a, just a most wonderful, wonderful mm. uh, young young man, yep. talented athlete, um, had everything, good-looking boy, had everything going for him, um, but sadly, um, you know, decided to, to do what many men in that situation that get down in the dumps over something uh, decide to do, and instead of reaching out for help, they um, take the other option out, which is yep. not the outcome that we no. want. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess that was also um, a catalyst for us as well going forward was, um, and it was probably the, the real straw that sort of um, broke the camel's back per se, I guess. Um, we had a, a had an acquaintance that um, I was sort of keeping in touch with um, and then in the beginning of COVID he a- attempted suicide. So um, fortunately he was uh, unsuccessful for a lack of a better way of yeah, putting it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And he's seeked help since then and he's... Correct. Re- yeah. Going through Man Up with, with you as well? or No, no, not quite. So um, haven't really re-engaged with him. He's on his own sort of yep. journey but at the moment. But that's great. That's great that he's, he's yeah. doing okay. And I guess for, for us, um, sort of hearing his story and, and what could have potentially mm. been his end legacy was that he did attempt to um, reach out to services and stuff prior to um, his attempt and uh, found a lot of a lot of walls and a lot of barriers there um, for connection and um, that was something that we wanted to really really focus on that that prevention of um, yeah getting to that point. I think if you yeah. ask the average man on the street um, where they could get help if they were or who they could talk to um, where they could go and have a confidential chat, I don't think they'd better tear straight off your head uh, off their head you know yep, I know I can go to 
Parkside here and Bernie if I'm feeling really bad and just walk in and, and they'll take care of me or, um, you know, you can't That's go to the doctor so. because the doctor says, well, yeah, we'll see you in three weeks because we're booked out. And uh, and they wouldn't know they could go to Parkside. And men let their egos get in the way of reaching out. And that's something that I've spoken about is that, you know, and that because we are worried about what other people will think of us because we're men and we're big and we're tough and we're not supposed to feel like this. Men, real men don't cry. Um, and so because of that, um, you know, and particularly I'd say um, older generation of men that, that come through when men were really tough and, you know, all those working on the farm and, you know, we they – they don't want to be seen as weak. And in fact, it takes more guts to man up yeah. and speak up than it does yeah, to, really well to say nothing. Yeah. Well worked in there, mate. That was yeah, a, I thought yeah, that was pretty yeah, great, good. Great little plug. But yeah, little absolutely plug. true. And I know, Grant, I mean, you've, you know, you've, you haven't been shy in saying that you've had mm. some battles as well yourself. And I think that's really important and is able to connect with you, Aaron, in that way right. because Grant knows exactly, I guess, what, you know, what yeah. it's like. Oh, that's most absolutely. men would. And it's that reaching out and, as you said, manning up and going, yeah. hey, you know what? Yeah. I actually need some help. Yeah. yeah. And, look, the, the name came from a lot of working around a table about what we should call ourselves and really sort of questioning, I guess, should we call it man up? Because, shit, that's kind of a little bit provocative. And then we thought, yeah, well, no. hey, men's mental health is, is pretty provocative in itself. Like yeah, it is. You, you hear the statistics and yeah. um, six out of eight suicides that happen a day are blokes. That's yeah, pretty, they are, and we've got way too many. It's just it's just six yeah, too many. I mean, men yeah. are f- three times or four times more likely to yeah. to yeah. end their life than a lady. Yeah, might be five times more likely. Actually, yeah, the statistics so. are quite high. Yeah. So you know, we want to do as much as we can to get it out there and help you get this out there as well for all the men. Now, is there a, um, particular ages that you work with, or is it a no? What so are your boundaries w- with man up? Yeah, so really, it's 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 anyone that we can sort of work with. I guess the the challenging thing. Um, to a point is working with younger people. Um, so I feel like our age bracket would be adults, 18 to, yep, to yep. beyond, um, primarily because of those those barriers. That That's are, right. And they're not in schools. They can't yeah, get that support yep. from social workers and stuff. So 18. Correct. Yep. yep. Um, so, yeah, basically we're trying to really reach out to as many people as we can by going to these events where men are already at. Um, so we don't want, we're not about creating another... Um, although we held an event and we <laughs> asked people, to and come it was to a great us. event too. It was a great event. <laughs> um, yeah, you loved it. Yeah, Grant yeah. loved it. So some great music there, and yeah, no, we had good some vibe, awesome bands, um, and some great supporters for that event. Um, so that was yeah, really outstanding. We got the support of um, Primary Health Taz with the the check in initiative, which is amazing. Wonderful, that's fantastic, isn't it? And um, yeah, and our supporters on the day with with Buttons Brewery and. Um, Pages Hire, DK Audio, um, the guys at um, MRT, Grant. Um, yeah, we had some some amazing people there. So it was a really awesome event. But as I was saying, our primary focus isn't about running events or um, as uh, we were sort of talking before or, or just about going to the pub. It's really creating a, a group of people that um, and, and training them um, and going to events and to places and um, activities that are primarily – yeah, attended by blokes and, and starting those conversations there um, when perhaps they don't need to have that conversation. So then when they, they might need that advice, they know better where to go. Yep, sounds great. 
exactly what yeah, needs to happen. Yeah, it really does. It's fantastic. And Aaron, are you working um, pretty much on the northwest coast? Is that sort of where your main target is? Yeah, so at this point in time, we're, we're starting on the northwest. Um, we do have quite a few connections down south, particularly that have already put their hand up to say, yep, yell out when you're ready, we want to start down here. Um, but for us, uh, and and logistically and it, with administration and that kind of thing, it's easier to start on the northwest, to pilot it here and to grow it here and, and then move beyond after after I, a while. But I think if you can build a model that works really well here, it'll work anywhere in Australia. Absolutely, yeah. Because yep. statistically, yep. we have the highest rate of... We have the highest rate. ...suicide yep, in Australia. So, is that right? You know, it's, outside it's of Indigenous communities? Yeah, or is that including... No, I think it's outside of. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like... It's really, it's really big. It's huge. And, you know, we just... We're just we we're happy, I guess, to have man up. People like yourself, Aaron, that are coming in and going, you know what, we want to make a change, we want to do something and, you know, really happy to support that because that's what we're all well, about. We, we want to make a change, G. Yeah, we do. That's why we're here. We want to be nice yep. and we want to have... Uh, we want to be kind. Yep. And we want to change the way people speak to others on social media. Yep, all of that. Uh, and all that sort of stuff. And adults can take a lesson in that sort of stuff. You know, it's not just the young people that are doing that sort of stuff that Grant's just mentioned. Yeah. There are adults that get involved. Oh, the adults are the worst. They're probably, yeah, they probably they're are worse. the worst. Um, you and know. you just don't know how someone's feeling. Well, that's what I say. You like, don't know what's going on. You know, Jen and I, we have a lot of the same friends. Now, we, we may have a friend who's really down in the dumps. Um, now, let's think about Megan Markle. Now, despite what you think about Harry and Meghan Markle, whether you think that she's full of it or the royals are full of it or whatever else, but some of the comments that were on social media during after the you know the Oprah, oh right, know, I didn't read them because I don't yeah, like no. to read comments. And she's like, well, you know, well, you know, I, you know, she, she she said in that interview that she thought about you know could she suicide, go on? Should yeah. she should she take a life? And you know, people would write comments like, well. Why don't you, you silly bitch, or whatever, you know? Um, and now Megan's probably never going to see those comments, so it doesn't matter, all right? So for that, on that side of things, but you may have a friend, Jen. I, if we wrote that, we may have a friend who's thinking about, yeah, absolutely, you know, taking their life. Mm. So what would they think if they saw that you and I had written a comment like that? Oh, absolutely, and, and yeah. What, what could yeah. be the ramifications? And that's what we say to people is like, you know, think before you type and um, because, you know, you, you mightn't hurt the person that you're aiming your venom at, but it could have an effect on somebody else that's rooting it and it could be someone that's close to you. So be kind, be kind. Simple words, aren't they? They are. Thank you, Tracy Bevan. Thank you, Tracy. That, that she was, was her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we introduced so. Tracy Bevan, and, and she was really adamant oh. about that. That, that yeah. were her two words, and be kind. Um, you know, be kind, and we sort of stuck with that, didn't mm. we? So, Aaron, tell me about your model then that you've you've built for Man Up thus far. So, obviously, like we've talked about the financial side of things, and that's one part of your model. But tell us a little bit about each area and what you're sort of you're building and to take out as a total package. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Grant. Um, so, yeah, what we're looking to actually to do, so myself personally, I have done the, the mental health first aid training, which I believe is amazing and I, I really truly think that everyone, if they get the opportunity, should do that or at the very least do some kind of suicide prevention training 
um, I believe Cores is doing um, yep, a, yep. a training. Yep, Cores do them quite often. Yep. yep, I believe there's one coming up soon. But um, so upon doing the, the mental health first aid training, I did feel that there may have been some gaps, however, um, particularly uh, when we talk to community about what they what their thoughts and perceptions are of mental health. And more often than not, they would refer to mental illnesses um, and they would neglect um, some of the other things that make up a very large portion of one's mental health well-being. So is, can you break that down a little bit deeper for us? I can go a little bit deeper. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, what um, mental I love it. Yeah. illnesses versus mental health. Yeah, so it's, it's probably not so much, I guess, versus, but um, mental illnesses would refer to things like depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, etc. Um, but what we're sort of talking about, about your whole mental health well-being, um, would be things like... Um, Financial stress is a huge burden on people's lives and, and it's really um, potentially a key driver in relationship breakups which then lead to yep. poor mental mental health. Absolutely. Potex, uh, potentially then turn into mental illnesses. So it's something that um, for us we don't see that there is enough work being done in that the other stuff. So uh, talking about grievances, talking about relationship stress, stress in itself, um, stress at work, um, financial stress um, and those kind of things. And we, f- we feel like there's a little bit too much focus on um, mental illnesses um, and particularly, I guess, the, the most buzzwordy type ones that we see um, on social media are, are around depression and anxiety. And, yep. um, we very seldom hear how they've come about. No, so what we, what we hear is um, the symptom, not the cause. Correct. Yeah, absolutely, and it can be caused by so many things. It can be trauma, mainly. Yeah. Is a, you know, it's a lot of things. So that's probably the highest well, one. We talked about financial mm. um, yep. stress. Um, you know, and financial stress does lead to depression, but you, you can't. Yep. You can't treat the end. Um, Correct. Yeah. You know, you've got to start, and you've got to intervene. At, you know, right back at the start. Uh, you know, everybody has a different pressure that gets put on them uh, that. They may have trouble coping with, or um, and it affects their behaviours, and um, it evolves into something else yeah, um, if it's left untreated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's sort of where uh, we're developing a training package for our our volunteers, and I guess that's why where um, Grant and I originally started speaking around um, something that's not often spoke about, and that is financial literacy and financial stress, which then turns into. Um, potential mental illnesses and mental struggles. Um, and that was, for, for my friend, um, one of the biggest um, factors in, in his poor mental health, which then led him to um, attempt suicide. And um, we've had many stories um, beyond that, which a lot of them all come back to um, a financial stress in their life has then caused a myriad of other things, which has then led them to potentially take their own life. And one of those conversations sort of led to this person going to a place, I won't, a, a GP clinic. Yep. Um, and their 15-minute appointment that they had, um, basically they walked out of there with some pharmaceuticals and were sort of given a, a very rough um, mental health plan. Um, and for this person, that mental health plan didn't include their um, financial literacy or talking about finances, which was essentially 
at the what, root what, cause. What the root, the root of the problem? Yeah, we was, weren't yeah. treating the root cause. Do they get a? Do you know if they got a referral to a psychologist or? Yeah, they got as a part of their mental health plan. They as got part of the mental re- health plan, but they I got a referral to a psychologist and six I'm weeks not sure away. Yeah, where <laughs> yeah, that's where right. it went from yeah. there, but. Yeah, as you say, six weeks away yeah. to see a psychologist yeah. or... Which is why we um, need more psychologists yeah, and, and, and psychiatrists. Yeah, it's great and, to get a referral, yeah. but... Um, Sometimes people, you know, if you get an appointment in six weeks, it's just it's just way too long because that financial yeah. stress isn't going away. No. You know, and you get this. This happens a lot in rural Australia, of course, with... I mean, there's been so many suicides that I've known on... Um, even living in WA, there was a lot because of that, you know, the farming life and stuff. And when the droughts are there and, you know, suicide was the answer for a lot of those farmers yeah. and their wives and children are left. Well, if, you know, um, a lot of time that that I know that, you know, there's been a massive life insurance policy in place. So the easiest way to fix our financials is to cash in on that. Yeah, wow, that's crazy, isn't it? Mm. It's not how I And you're not thinking money. straight. If you're you really do that. not. You're really no. not. No. And, oh. and that's probably a good point and a good, it's a good sort of. It is uh, a good point, a, actually. A good segue, I guess, as mm. well. Like um, one of the things that we were sort of discussing with community is that when you're in that state of crisis or once you've got to that tipping point, um, those three week waits to get into a GP or six week waits to get into a, a psychologist are far too long. Um, and we yeah. feel as an organisation ourselves and from a group of people that none of us have any professional experience in this space, but we understand that um, that kind of support is definitely needed, but we feel like there is um, potentially a missing link at the very beginning. Um, And one of the other struggles that we've seen people facing is um, the the need of a a clinical diagnosis to seek or to receive support as well. To access the help. To access the help. So... That's where we, uh, we, we're trying to really create this space where hopefully people can um, self-care better, can understand self better. Uh, one of the things that for my own personal health that I struggled with was understanding when um, I may have had an issue because for me it was just life, you know, like you just you get up of a morning, you do life and... Then, yeah, uh, that's right. And, and you don't really realise you've got a problem until the people that you love tell you... You may need to seek some, seek did some you, help. Did you? He nearly said the F word. He then. did. Nearly, nearly it's okay. You could have. Oh, I, I have no ability to beep it out. So <laughs> No, but maybe no one would have noticed unless you brought it up. Like I was just like, oh, he's going to say it. And then you just went, you nearly said the F word. Yeah, so now people know anyway. So yeah. really. So just let it fly. Yeah, just Look, let if it you go. talk to anyone that I work with, um, <laughs> they'll, they'll let you know I'm, I'm a tragic potty mouth. Are you really? Don't strike me as a potty mouth. But uh, yeah, when I, particularly when I get passionate about stuff and yeah. um, when I talk about mental health, um, it's something that I yeah truly am passionate about from my own personal experiences and the experiences of others. Um, and yeah, if I, I can get quite ranty, and that's when I sort yeah, of start that's good. Well, we love people with passion, <laughs> don't we, Grant? Oh, we certainly do. We certainly do. And gotta uh, you've got to have passion. If you don't have passion, there's no point playing the game. Yes, well True. said. Yeah, I'm full, he comes I'm up with some good, good things. Yeah, like just at random. Needs oh, to write yeah. a book. Yeah, I should do, shouldn't I'm I? I'm just wondering, though, with this conversation, because we are talking about men's mental men's mental health, how are we going to tie in one of your karaoke stories? Well. Is it? <laughs> I'm sure there's a song surely, you can sing. Surely there was some, a, somehow a, we can I, tie one in. I, I'm not about the karaoke story, but 
there, certainly there'll be a story I can tie in, but I'm not real sure if you, <laughs> if you want me like, to. What are you talking about? I, but if you go back to all of our last 20 podcasts, uh, there's always a karaoke story. Or I think a, I heard one on the, the Jared Wiseman podcast. Oh, yes, I you might have done. One on there. Yep, poor Jared had to put up with that. Sorry about that, Jared. Oh, I... But you love it. He loves his karaoke, so there's got to be. We'll just see if we can get one in. Oh, I'll try and think go. of something. I, there's a couple of things I I, 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 I don't mind taking the piss out of myself. It's so Fair. true. And yeah, true. you know, like I mean, if you can't laugh at yourself, you shouldn't be laughing at all. True. And uh, so I, I don't mind. I think sometimes it works to my detriment, though. Like, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I actually had a conversation with this with a uh, a bloke last night who does a good friend of mine who. Uh, does executive coaching and training and and um, personality stuff and everything else. Oh, I, I said, love that sort of stuff. Yeah, he, and he's um, he's promised me that he will uh, do some stuff with me. And I I said to him, you know, like because I'm six foot four, nearly six foot five, and I'm quite loud. And when I walk into a room, I'm loud, and you know, I stand out because I'm tall um, and incredibly handsome. Um, <laughs> Modest as well. He's Mod- so very modest. modest. Yeah. No, but right seriously, right. I, I dresses take, smoothly. I do dress good. Yes. Um, but take take the uh, the handsome bit away. Um, but <laughs> you know, like, and I said to him, I said, you know, I have trouble. Um, I I go to events um, where there's, you know, uh, people that are in high positions and high companies, and I, I'm not scared to pick up the phone and say good day to them. But I, I said to him, you know, but um, I I have a bullshit meter that I. And I, it, it goes off pretty well. I can't suck up people's asses, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. And so I said, how, do, how can I go and network through these things, these air, yep, these, yep. these functions? Because I get incredibly uncomfortable and I start to go into a shell, which is strange for me. Yeah, it is. Um, because there's so much bullshit going on and I just can't be stuffed with it, you know. And I'm just like, hey, guys, come on, we finished work. Two hours ago, let's just hit the piss. Yeah, um, you know. So it's it's that that sort of thing. So so taking the piss out of myself kind of gets me in a bit of trouble, I think, too, because as I was saying, because you know, a lot of them say oh, he's a great guy, that Grant, but they don't then take take you serious when you want if you're going for that top job. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. He's a funny yeah. guy, but he's not going to be in that top job. No, yeah, and then and that's the bit. You know, like I say, we're all different. But um, yeah. why, why are we talking about this? I have no idea because I just brought up the karaoke thing. Oh, uh, karaoke just, stories. Yeah. So I take the just, piss I out of myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm doing it. Like, you know, I can reflect. Have you ever done the karaoke, Aaron? That's yeah. pretty important. No, nah, look, I, I try to steer clear of karaoke really? and the dance oh. floor. Yeah, I have to be incredibly well lubricated to... Uh, you dance with two left feet. Yeah. Yep, or it's almost like I'm dancing on my hands half the time, to be honest. Wow. Do the wow. old Tazzy two step. Oh, the Tazzy um, two step's always yeah. good. Yep. Yeah. But okay. yeah, I'll, I'll avoid the dance floor um, like it's yeah COVID nineteen. I've been learning some new dance moves. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. Here um, we go. I've been Here's watching the Wiggles. Story. You know, oh, the Wiggles. The yes. Belt shine. Can you do the bell? Well, I, see, I don't watch. My daughter's twenty-two, so I can't really ah, can't really watch I'm the Wiggles learning, anymore. Learning that, and um, if she watches that, it'll be very. Yeah. I'll be very strange. Do the propeller, <laughs> do the propeller around and around. I mean, I do it with my awesome. two-year-old. It's yeah, fun. you got to do it. Yeah, and I love kids' shows, but that's yeah. I I got a question too. You go first, because you you look like you'd like. No, I was just about to say, Aaron, that I've put some words together for the stuff that we talked about. Excellent, and I've engaged with a, a gentleman in Sydney um, who 
is actually employed to do uh, counselling and be there and help. Uh, in my industry, there's been a lot of change and there's been a lot of people that haven't coped with it um, because basically um, you can imagine, uh, you know, we had the Royal Commission a couple of years ago and the banks are pretty ruthless. Um, so, yeah, you're right, uh, banks and the AMPs and the lot of the world, we're, yeah, right, we, uh, we, we stuffed up, we're sorry, so we're going to sack everybody because of it. You know, when they're not the people that cause the problem, but, you know, big corporate doesn't care about the little, the little guys people. and little yeah. people. So, you know, they've been helping people through that change and that pressure. So here's a lot of experience in this. So I'm going to hook the two of you up as well. So, um, and put some words together. So we're going to get some financial literacy published, I, I guess, in some sort of format. Yeah, and I guess uh, why I reached out to, to you in the first place, Grant, was um, trying to do this research and trying to find anywhere that offered this kind of level of support mm. just doesn't exist. You won't find it? No, it, it's, not, it's not really a thing that you can do on no. a, a weekend, one-day course, learn how to no. do budgeting and stuff like that, like mm. very basic level financial yeah. literacy um, understanding um, and we want to give our vo- volunteers that basic level yeah. understanding so that when yeah. they're having a conversation with someone, there may be some triggering words in that conversation where they can think, shit, that person needs some financial advice. Yeah. That's their key and problem. I, yeah, um, I, I know where I, to direct them to. I'm not being full of myself, but our wonderful show sponsor, Zenith Wealth, um, who pay for this wonderful equipment and this beautiful room that we're, we're sitting in and even this wine we're drinking tonight. Um, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Who's drinking wine? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Zenith Wealth, um, you know, we're not, we're not we, we will listen to people and we'll, we, they will help people and many of our counterparts won't do that because if there's not a dollar in it for them, they don't want to know. But, you know, you, you've got to give to get. So yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, it's part of our yeah. altruism, and you know, it's what we do. Mm. And I think that just talking about all that, you know, budgeting and things like that. I mean, that stuff that you know should be should really start from a really young age. Doesn't happen, and it just really should. Like that whole okay, we need to put because kids can leave school and they don't really understand that they've got to pay power. And, you know, all things like that or water. Why would I have to pay for water? And they get all confused when they move out or things happen. So I think it really needs to start younger, doesn't it, before it actually gets to your point. Yeah, potentially. And look, from my day job point of view, we've had those conversations with schools um, and and they will often tell you that they do teach finances in in maths. Yeah, and they do. And And Yeah, and and like I've seen it. But um, from our point of view, looking looking in, it's kind of when are you teaching it? Um, are you teaching it when it's relevant? Are you teaching relevant information to young people or are we just sort of yeah, talking about basic level interest and compound interest? Yeah, if we're talking about compound interest, that's that like literally that's worthless information to a high school kid. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's that's the, our point. So we sort of talk about a, a little bit about um, life skills, mm. so things like paying tax. Um, very important that they understand that. What being it's responsible all about. with yep. credit. Yep, credit cards. Yes. Pay yourself first, saving Yep, our big favourite, um, Afterpay. Um, God, it's got to go. That, that's a big thing. Oh, hang on, hang on. I love <laughs> Afterpay, but I'm responsible, obviously. Yeah. Only ever have two things at, from the two stores at one time. Yeah. And look, it's affordable. Yeah. I think that's the big thing is really understanding yeah. what so is paying affordable. Paying $40 a fortnight to me, that's nothing. 
No, but see, credit's really easy to get at the moment. My word, it and is. It, and it's cheap at the moment. Yes. However, you don't if have the you, money to pay it back, don't get then it. Then it's not cheap. And, no. and you know, I, I can remember, um, it was right back when I first started as a financial advisor, and, I, and this is back when interest rates were a little bit higher. But I had a young girl who was a part-time waitress that came to see me and she had forty, fifty thousand dollars worth of credit card debt. She was seventeen Gee, or eighteen. How is that so she possible? had a you know, a Coles Meyer card, uh, you know, she had a couple of credit cards and then she had a How did uh, she get these cards? Uh, well, Just yeah. You get them, don't you? you like them. it's not that not that hard. Um you know, she had uh, you know, rent that was owing, she had um you know, store cards are pretty easy to get. And then you had your Harvey Norman, buy now and pay nothing for four yes. years. Yep. Um, you know, or interest free for four years. But yep. if you don't make a payment during that time, whatever the balance is at the end of it, that interest all gets backdated and people get in so much trouble. They get into a lot of trouble. And, and yeah. afterpay is really no different in a way, is it? I, Unless you use it well, like I, I, I do. I've got nothing against afterpay. But I saw a company the other day that was giving remedial massages. We now have afterpay. Oh, what's the point? If you pay for a massage now, like I did today, I find it funny you just go and get it done. <laughs> yeah. It's like Kmart. Yeah. And no offence to, to Kmart. No. They've got some wonderful stuff and look, I'd spend hours in there. But um, it, it's funny. in the decor section. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it why. Hasn't proved. It, it has it's funny when you see afterpay as an option in there and you can understand how people can get yeah. themselves in some real financial stress. They really can. Yeah. Nothing costs over 10 bucks practically in there. Why would you need afterpay? And it's tough. But people are better off to lay by. They, you know, go the traditional now, lay by. is great. Because it's, you know, it's not on a card. They're paying cash, well, if just whatever. Save. Just lay by it or save, save and get it. Save for your goals. And, and yep. you know, we teach people Bring how to do that. Bring back the lay by. Is it still around? Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But Bring I, it back. I, I think from a, from our point of view, what we've seen is that sort of um, that generational and I think the, the societal thing of uh, um, instant gratification that we have these days. Um, yeah. And I feel like that's probably one of the things that um, has really been of uh, detriment to uh, society's financial sort of struggles at the moment and um, you've only just got to look around at how many P-platers drive around in brand new cars. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about this tonight actually with my dad and uh, the family about my first car, which was my brother's HR wagon. Wish you still and had it. I, wish I know, I wish you still had it too. <laughs> yeah. But oh, no, So it was a HD, I bought a HR afterwards. It was a HD wagon, my brother was travelling and my dad said, you can have your brother's car. I was like, this is awesome. But he had carpet in there. It had been there for so long because he'd been travelling overseas for so many years. It had mushrooms growing in the back. <laughs> so I had to – it's a true story. We're only talking about it tonight. But I said to my dad, you know, this is a <laughs> this is reality. My mum made the curtains for the sides so you could camp out in the back. Don't ask any more questions. It was brilliant. Mushrooms in the back of the car and the carpet. My first car. Who's telling stories? The good old days. <laughs> I know. How great is that? No, it's yeah. It's a great car it's too, great. the HD. Oh, like any old car like that. Mine was a two hundred B. Oh, a daddy two hundred B. Daddy two hundred B. Gold, absolutely. Uh, Datsuns, they'd be worth a few bob now. Yeah, I went from a HD to HR to a Mini Moke. A Mini Moke would have been cool. Yeah, yeah. HR would have been better. Oh, HR was good. Much, much better. Drove across the Nullarbor too. Good car. Yeah. Jesus, no aircon. Mm. No, no aircon. No. Wind down windows. So the kids of today wouldn't understand that, would they? Okay, it's enough about that. Yeah. Anyway, um, Aaron, so 
um, you know, teaching the financial literacy is really important. Teaching people not how to get into the you know traps with it, because I think that's the other thing. If you don't understand credit, um, you know, you can spend too much on it, and then you've actually got the ability to get more credit to pay out credit. And it's just a never-ending... And they send you things all the time, don't they? Yeah. And like, there's always something, you know, increase your credit. I usually throw it away, yeah. but... Balance transfers, new, yep. new interest on balance transfers. Yeah. Well, that's great because I've got this $20,000 credit card debt here. I'm going to put it on this credit card. That one's gone. Yeah. <laughs> but now this one's here. And, and personally, it was a struggle for me as well. Um, so I am a, a, a tragic car nut as well. Yep. Um, as a young person, I got myself into... Um, not as significant financial struggles as some, mm. um, but enough that caused a, a great deal of stress for me yeah. in my life. Um, and do I males do that? Do they like? And that's just nothing against males, obviously, but they like to get, as you did, probably the nice car. What what sort of car did you get? Uh, first car was an Audi A4. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but it was more the fact that it was turbo and all-wheel drive that sort of drew right. me in <laughs> yeah. um, and okay. then went into Skylines and Japanese cars yeah. and spent a lot of money but then um, it's modifying and changing them. But it was your hobby, that's what you did? Yeah. And it was yep. the sound system that went in there back in the day as well? Well, not so much sound. It was more sort of engine stuff for engine me. Stuff, uh, I was yeah. more about going fast, um, which costs a lot of money. <laughs> it really does. Yeah. Yeah. Fast and the Furious. But, um, yeah, I love that, that you was, just said his was first car was an Audi. Your influence? It wasn't my first car. My oh, okay. My first car was a, a 93 Mitsubishi Magna. Oh, that's better. Yeah, some great I was like, thinking, how did you get an Audi and I got a family you know, heirloom that wagon. was passed down and um, it was dirty with that rusty makes me feel doors. Better. And, great. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, then, then trans- uh, sort of great. transitioned up to a really crappy Lancer that I used to deliver pizzas all over the northwest, or northwest coast for oh, a red grasshopper see? for many years. Oh, red grasshopper. I love the red grasshopper. It's a great Loved shop. It. Yep, it's brilliant. And, um, yeah, so yes. that, that, that financial <laughs> struggle was obviously um, – yeah, Big shout-out to Tina, who's got the no, we've all been there. grasshopper. Yeah. We've all been there. We've all had our, our you know, struggles with, with – I'm Christ, I'm a financial advisor, and, uh, you know, uh, let me tell you, I've, there's been times where it's been pretty hairy for me. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And yeah. I'm in we the bloody industry, that. you know. Yep. Like, um, I talked about that when I was in Olveston, you know, like yeah. when the GFC hit and I watched the, the income of my business halve overnight and, yeah. um, you know, shit, you know. Um, and then, you know, it's not just my income that's halved, it's the $100 million that I was looking after for people on the northwest coast at that time and, you know, that's halved. And so you carry the weight of all those people on your shoulders. And, yeah. You know, like it's, um, yeah, get it's an int- everyone's got their own experience when it comes to money. Yeah, it's challenging. Mm. And it's uh, so we we look these days at you know we often reflect back on the GFC as a as a key um, mm. milestone in in financial history and uh, we sort of are starting to look at what what are going to be the post impacts of um, COVID-19. Mm. Um, so now currently we've been having some uh, interesting conversations with the people at Raw and they're telling us all about the the aquaculture industry and how it's been heavily impacted by yeah. the Chinese tariffs and yeah. how that affects um, a lot of, yeah, their, their finances. In, the in this industry. Yeah, wine industry, exports um, out of Australia. and, and It's hit every, everyone, everywhere, every industry. Don't pull me anymore, though. No, I won't. <laughs> but that's not COVID. That's, I mean, the, the, look, the, all I'll say about the Chinese thing is you don't poke the bear. No. But we'll leave that. <laughs> It's it's mm. just a yeah for us and we could yeah. talk about finances for for the rest of the night. I think that's something that yeah me myself personally is really passionate about about people's mental health. Yeah, 
Um, but I do think that there's other things as well. Yeah, relationships. Yeah, relationship strain. Family. Stress, family. Trauma, P- P- S- PTSD. PTSD, yep. Yep, correct. So we're aiming to, to try and give our volunteers. We don't want to be able to um, give out advice. Um, we just want to be able to identify when someone might be having an issue. So and then you can refer them on to correct. you've got all the, yep. 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 So if you started, uh, you know, getting together uh, together a... A, a list, a, a, a portfolio of volunteers? Yeah, so we've got some people that are really interested in getting involved um, and we've got their names sort of just set aside for now until we've developed our training um, yep. to be able to deliver it to them because we want to make sure that um, our volunteers are safe when they're going yeah. out and they're having the correct conversation yeah, with people sure. and the ability to have a, a proper conversation. So so have you got a time frame to have this training ready yeah, to roll? Yeah, so the... We're hoping to receive the uh, first aid, uh, mental health first aid instructor training in June, um, which Wonderful. we will then be able to um, deliver that as a Fantastic. part of. Um, and Aaron, are you having all male volunteers or is um, it male, female? Yeah, at this stage, just looking at male volunteers. Yeah, that's we, what I thought. Yep, we really. And look, it's not a it's not a dig at at, at any gender or anything no, like no, that. No, no, not at it's all. It's just about trying to make yep. a. It's um, about men. It's a bit like the men's shed. It's about correct. men being with other men. Yep. And I think it, you need to have that. Yep. Yep. You do. You know, because I can bring up a girlfriend tomorrow and go, I'm could. not feeling great, can we have a cuppa? Because girls do that. Mm. We're me- we it, do, it, don't I we? I know you do, but in this uh, woken society, you know, we could, uh, we, we mightn't be able to have, call it man up, we might have to call it oh, man, woman true. and beast manned up or, um, <laughs> beast, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, I won't go there either. Um, Aaron, so you're going to get a team of volunteers together. Yeah. Um, and you, so you're going to run the mental first aid course yourselves. You're you're actually going to be the instructor in that. Correct. Yeah. So yeah. we're aiming to be um, one of the things that we see as a challenge for community is obviously the cost of mental health first aid training. Mm. Um, we've had a look across the board, and typically um, most instructors charge anywhere from two hundred to three hundred dollar dollars a person to actually do that training. And please don't get me wrong, I, I do feel that there is value in that. Um, But us as a service, we hope to try and get to uh, volunteer organisations as well as our own volunteers and give them the training. And by volunteer organisations, I mean sporting clubs, um, groups like Lions, Rotary, etc. And try and offer them the training. So the training being the mental health first aid training, but also this package that we're trying to develop, Mm. which is including all these other things as well. So that financial literacy, the relationship stress, the drug and alcohol and addictions and, and gambling and those kind of things. We're trying to package that all up into a into a, a two-day program yep. which we can deliver to people. Wonderful. Um, yeah. across Aaron, the have board. you got any funding to, to get going? Like have you applied for any government funding to get this up and running or...? Uh, we, we have got some – so we got some funding from Primary Health TAS as a part of the yep. check-in grants to, to run our event. Um, so we were fortunate in um, receiving uh, $10,000 yep, to get that Good. event up off the ground. Um, and we do have some money left, which will hopefully run another event to help um, push it a little bit further and a little bit deeper out there into community. Um, but we've also um, just sent out a, a seed budget to the Lions group of um, Alveston we started with, and they've now pitched it to um, the Lions, uh, Lions Club of Tasmania. Who Wonderful. Have, great yeah. great organisation That is awesome. As well. That is awesome. Big shout out to all the Lions Club members. Wonderful yeah. people. And, and they've come back to say that they'd be happy to, to yeah. support our seed funding to, to get us off the ground. And that seed funding will enable us to 
um, build a website which we'll be able to use as a, uh, a one-stop shop for people to hear about who we are, hopefully at events, and get a little bit of brand awareness for us at events and places um, so that then when people go to events and if they need support in the future, they've only got to remember one name. They've only got to remember Man Up That's exactly right. Yep. Are you on the socials at the moment, Aaron? Are you on Facebook? Yeah, so we're on Facebook and yep. Facebook and Instagram. Um, Fantastic. Myself personally, I'm just sort of sharing some stuff via LinkedIn and we do have a page yep, on there as well. Yep, LinkedIn's really popular. So um, covering all those bases I think is a good, it's a really good start. So yeah. if, if it, like, are you calling out for volunteers yet or are you happy to receive more names? More than happy to receive more yep. names so, at this stage. We're, we're not actively training anyone until we've got the yep. training package ready, uh, but more than happy to have conversations. So and happy to build a, a bank up uh, yep, totally. you can go to. So so what's the best way of people, yeah. if they want to contact you? Yep. If they want to contact us, um, it would be best to come in through our Facebook page. Um, so that's just Man Up Tasmania. Um, if they go there and send us a direct message that way, um, we can get in touch with them and sort of Excellent. have a bit of a chat because Excellent. we really want to talk to people and sort of see where they're at. Um, they might be interested in partaking in our in our working group. So yeah. we're open to have people um, involved in that as well. So we yeah. don't want to, as I said at the very beginning, like um, although the original idea was mine, this is about a community taking ownership of the problem and actually yeah. building it themselves. So the more people that we can get involved in this. Um, brilliant. Yeah, the better. Yeah, I love it. Gee. It's great. There's one thing we always ask our guests to do. That's correct. So, um, because Aaron, like, legitimately, you know, we've mucked around a bit tonight and we've had a bit of a joke, but what you're doing is amazing. Um, and I take my hat off to, to you and to the other people that are involved. But, you know, good for you for getting getting it, uh, you know, taking that idea and, and then getting that idea in front of other people and taking it forward. Um, this show's all about, you know, people that ordinary people that are doing or have done or continue to do extraordinary things and um you certainly fit into that in, in our mind. Um and we ask our guests all the time, you know, what's just that one little message they can give or that that one tip they can give our listeners or one piece of advice. Um so, you know, I'll put you on the spot a little bit, but what's one thing that you could tell our listeners that who, you know, who may be interested that uh, they should know about. Or Yeah, you really did throw me uh, under the bus there a little bit. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I really think that, um, that our one message should you know, could be that um, we can't expect um, government or politicians or people to do all this mental health stuff for us. Um, although we do need our support or their support, um, I feel like there is a real community need to actually work together to create a positive change for mental health because it's not something that any one party should be or could could do um, to make a positive change. So I really think that we need to work together um, and these small grassroots initiatives like ourselves, like um, Men Care 2, which is also based out of Alveston, um, speak up, stay chatty. Although they're pretty massive now, they started as a oh, grassroots organisation. What so a fantastic organisation! We love our speak up, stay chatty. Yeah, so great guy. And yeah, uh, I believe that organisations like that are, are the future for for mental health. Um, and I really think it, it takes yeah a community to to really make a positive change in in this mental health. What do they say? It takes a village to raise a child. Yes, it takes a community to make change. Yep. 
And it does. As you said, like, yeah, you've, you've got to have everyone there and it's got to be everyone's involvement. So I think it's not just one one party or one whatever to be involved in this. It needs to be everybody. Aaron, you've uh, certainly got our support and uh, and uh, myself personally, I'd be delighted, as you said before, to talk any time and, and certainly you know, I'm looking forward to contributing to the training in whatever format that might be. So... That's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely wonderful. So very stoked that you could come in tonight. We should Had to drive all the way in. Um, Aaron to Caden. To the beautiful Caden Bracken. Yeah, I think, yeah, there's, yeah, I think there's some synergies there. Because, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So Caden's a fund runner and uh, he raises a lot of money for Sids for Kids. He's raised money for, we're doing Speak Up Say Chatty this year in the run for Tarkin. Our um, beautiful young boy yeah. that lost his life last year. So... Caden will be the head runner in that as yeah. well. So, yeah, he's a really good uh, – if you want someone to run, that man – they call him Hot Wheels on the weekend. That's Hot how Wheels. fast he runs. Yep. Yeah. I think he's got some, you know, synergies yeah. too. He might be yeah. something – And understands he, mental health. Yeah, he might like to sink his teeth in and, and, and give you a hand. Who knows? But I think he will. So I think I might make that connection Yeah. with yeah. those two as well. Yeah. Good thinking, Grant. Oh, yeah. I love it. Full of good ideas. Full of good ideas that don't involve karaoke. Karaoke. No, I've got, what I've did got, I just say? Karaoke. I've got no karaoke tonight. No, you haven't. I'm very uh, impressed. The one thing I'll say to Aaron is that uh, to all the men out there, just, you know, as I said earlier on, um, it takes more strength to uh, to man up. Um, it's not a, not, a, uh, not a sign of weakness. So, you know, listeners, if there's something that's really getting you down and, you know, something's not right and you, and you know it, um, and everybody does know when they're not yeah, right. Just talk about so it. So talk about line, it. You know, we've got yep. headspace. We've got there's so you know kids helpline, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. There's always someone that will listen. Yep, we've got man up and man uh, up now. And uh, yeah, it takes some courage, but there's no shame in it. And uh, we're here. And so we know whatever we can do, we will as well. So. Gee, it's been good having you on tonight, Aaron. Thanks and, very much, guys. And um, you really are impressed with what you're, what you're doing. Uh, I mean that, and I've said that a hundred times, but uh, looking forward to continuing on. And we want to hear more about the progress of Man Up and, and yourself and, and be with you on that journey. No, awesome. Thanks so much, guys. It's been a, v- a pleasure being on here and having a chat. Um, and, yeah, we'll definitely stay ne- in touch. Next time, yeah, you will. Next time you have an event... We can come and do a live podcast. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yes. Would love it. We yep. can do happen. that. We're we'll very entertaining. Yep. As well. We yeah, are quite entertaining. Yeah, we're, we're pretty bad. good. Um, yeah, so we can certainly do that and, uh, you know, talk to whoever we need to talk to. So happy to do that. And you are the meat in the middle of the sandwich because tomorrow, who are we interviewing, Grant? Dun, 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 dun. I'm holding back a sneeze. Are you holding back a sneeze? I thought yeah. you were about to come out with the name then. No. Nah. Is it going to happen? You have, you have to seize into your arm, remember? No, I think I'm... I think you I'm, think you're good? I think I'm good. I've just got that tickle across the nose, you know? <sighs> uh, tomorrow uh, night, uh, tomorrow afternoon, we've got another guest this week. So we, we've had the double up this week because we, we missed out last week because uh, of yeah, children. Yeah, we did. But uh, uh, who have we got tomorrow? Samuel Johnson. What do you mean, who have we got tomorrow? Samuel Johnson. My goodness. Do you know who he is? 
Sure do. I had the pleasure of meeting Sam last yes, year, I believe. Yes, in the it caravan been. tour. Yeah, yep. when he was cruising around Tasmania. Yeah. The trailer tour. So um, Sam's no stranger to mental health, to men's mental health. He's had his own demons as well, of course, um, in growing up and then losing his sister Connie, of course. And and he's just released a new book. It's called Dear Mum and it's out for Mother's Day, which is very exciting. And Jackie Lambie's actually um, put in a letter. In this book, so oh, it's got some local um, antidotes in it as well. So we, looking we, we forward to talking the first to Sam. People that actually speak about this book, aren't we? I think so. There might be. There might have been some others in between because oh. we've had to wait a little while. But snuck, um, in. snuck in. But we're really excited to talk to Sam tomorrow. And you know this this it's all, this whole topic of mental health. He's just. That's what yeah. he's all about. He's all over it. I'm looking forward to, to having this chat. Can't wait. It's been yes. a long time since Sammy was in Burnie and we can't wait to have him on the airwaves. It's going to be great. I know. I'm going to go home tonight and I'm going to go back through 7 play or 10 play or whatever I might need to do. And I'm what are you going to watch? I'm, Secret Life of Us? I'm going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Watch the Molly. The Molly. He was awesome as Molly Meldrum. Oh, he was awesome. He was won the gold logie. He was. He was fantastic, yeah. and uh, yeah. So, but Aaron, you're equally you as uh, fantastic, yes. and uh, Sammy's got a lot to live up for. So, live up to, I live should up say. To. So, uh, mate, let's keep in touch. Thanks, guys. Great having you here. Let's take it out, Grant. Have a nice evening. We will. <laughs> you will. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>